The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The two disciples recounted what had taken place on the way and how Jesus was made known to them in the breaking of the bread. While they were still speaking about this, Jesus stood in their midst and he said to them, Peace be with you. But they were startled, terrified, thought they were seeing a ghost. Then Jesus said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do questions arise in your hearts? Look at my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Touch me and see, because a ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you can see I have. As he said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. While they were still incredulous for joy and were amazed, Jesus asked him, Have you anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of baked fish. He took it and ate it in front of them. He said to them, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses and in the prophets and Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. He said to him, Thus it is written that the Christ would suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance for the forgiveness of sins would be preached in his name to all the nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. The Gospel of the Lord. God is spirit. You and I are body and spirit. Human beings with a body dies and cannot return to life on its own. Once dead, it remains dead. We cannot will ourselves alive again. Only God can bring the dead to life. Today's gospel is so important in our relationship in understanding who Jesus is in our lives. It was important to the apostles and important to us. If Jesus is only God, then he would be a ghost, a spirit, because God is spirit. If Jesus is only a human being, then he could not rise from the dead. But in today's gospel, we learn, just as the apostles did, that Jesus is divine and human. But we also learn the strongest proof of the identity of Jesus. They are found in his hands and in his feet. A number of years ago, I was on a retreat at a Benedictine monastery, and I was having a conversation with the abbot. The abbot's kind of like the principal, the guy who's in charge of it. And so we were having a nice conversation when suddenly Brother Joel appeared in the room, kind of startled both the abbot and myself. Brother Joel went about his business and then departed about as suddenly as he came. 
the abbot with a smile said that Brother Joel is like the resurrected Jesus. He appears, then he disappears, only to appear again when you least expect it. Maybe your children are the same way, huh? Well, today's gospel, we hear of such an incidence. Jesus has already appeared to the two disciples on the road to Emmaus, and he disappeared in the breaking of the bread, only to reappear when those same disciples were retelling the other apostles of what happened. When Jesus appeared to these men, he wanted to assure them, as well as us today, that he was not just a ghost, not just a spirit, and not just a human being. But most of all, he wants to assure us of his love. What's the strongest proof of his identity? Was it that he was able to eat? And I like to point out that Jesus was healthy. He ate a baked piece of fish, not fried. Was that the proof? No. No, the strongest proof of his identity was found in his wounds, his hands, and his feet. That was proof. Our God became one with us. Our God, spirit, took on a human body and spirit and dwelt among us. He could have died without wounds, without betrayal, without pain. But God tied himself to us completely because to be fully human is to experience pain and suffering. Our God loves us so much that he became one of us. So you might say, well, that's all nice and fine, but what does that have to do with me right here and now? Well, it means that our God has a solidarity with us that wasn't possible before Jesus Christ. It means that if you are poor in spirit, look to the wounds of Jesus. It means that if you are mourning, look to the wounds of Jesus. It means if you are ever humiliated, look to the wounds of Jesus. It means if you hunger and thirst for righteousness and justice, look to the wounds of Jesus. It means that if you're ever persecuted, beaten down by life, struggling with depression, if you're anxious, greedy, lustful, or struggling with your job, with money, or with re relationships or marriage, then look to the wounds of Jesus. For in the wounds of Jesus, we will find both comfort and hope. Comfort that our God loves us so much that our God became a human being and suffered just like you and I do. And hope that because if we're united in a life and in a death like Jesus, we too will rise from the dead. 
look at the wounds of Jesus and with faith and with hope, you then will be able to say, Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I truly trust in you.